So today we're giving you tips about the number one thing you need to do right so your staff and collaborators will work as a team and stay engaged. Stay tuned. This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Welcome to this episode of Thrive 1110. I want to start by saying a big thank you to all of you who tuned in for the previous episode or who listened to it afterwards on chri.ca or on thrive1110.ca. My name is Bold Kere, your host. And for those who are wondering who Bold Kere is, I'm a Christian entrepreneur just like you. And I'm excited to be here to encourage you and perhaps be a solution for you. But in any case, Along with solid guests, Thrive 1110 is designed to give you practical tips related to business and money. Throughout the episodes in this show, um, these topics like management, business and personal finance, marketing, sales, human capital, um, business efficiency, and much more will be covered. You can actually catch up on previous episodes, send in questions or comments, by going to thrive1110.ca, that's thrive1110.ca, or you can listen to previous episodes also on chri.ca. By the way, I would like to thank those of you who interacted with me um, through the website. As always, I like to hear from you. And uh, I want to give a special shout out to Michelle from Smith Falls. She is the owner of Michelle's Doorway to Splendor. It's a woman fashion clothing store. And um, I also want to give a shout out to Josiane from Zivo at Zivo.ca. She offers online accounting and CFO services to businesses and organizations. Now, as I announced last week, today we're talking about a foundational thing for your business or organization. A foundational thing that you must have in order to thrive. And that is, no, no drum rolls this week. That is a mission statement. Some of you contacted me to let me know that um, in the past episode, you got it right when uh, I did the drum rolls. And that's well done. I'm not surprised at all that we have a very bright audience. Um, you are uh, not leaders, business owners, or um, entrepreneurs, and uh, um, not-for-profits. Uh, organization leaders for nothing. So I praise God for the talents and gifts he's put in you. So um, as you can see, I like to have this type of interactivity with you on the show. Even though I can't hear you, the fact that you go on the website thrive1110.ca and uh, interact, ask questions, say that, hey, I was there, um, etc. It's really encouraging and it, it uh, gives me uh, ideas on what to uh, develop next on the show for you um, so that it'll always be on point and answer your needs. Now, back to mission statements. So over the coming uh, minutes, over the next 15, 20 minutes, I want to talk about what a mission statement is most of the time. Then I'll cover what it should be and do for you. And after that, you'll see that we are introducing a new section in the show. And when you hear this... Bold. Let's get practical. Well, that will mean 
that it's the time in the show to get practical. Yes, let's get practical. And um, it's the actionable stuff that are going to follow, which you can implement in your business or organization. Okay, back to the mission statement. You know, many, many businesses and organizations, and, and even uh, before coming to the studio, I was even doing some research again, don't actually have a mission statement. And uh, for those who do have a mission statement, oftentimes it's a nice sounding, clever type of mission statement that is straight out of a book and um, is really nicely um, um, done for employees' handbooks or to be placed on walls, like painted, even decorated. But most of the time, these mission statements are just there because someone thought at some point that it has to be there. It's not actually used. I think a good mission statement is actually like a tool. A tool that helps you, your staff, your clients, all your stakeholders, and if maybe you are a church, your members, etc., remember in which story they are all partakers of, what is their role in that story, and why they should even care about that story. In other words, why the story you are writing even matters. Let me illustrate this a bit. Now, imagine you are imagine your business is an airplane, okay? Your business is an airplane and you are the pilot. And the airplane is scheduled to fly people from Ottawa to Vancouver. Now, if you're not a real pilot or you don't like planes or you have never been in one, stick with me for this example. I, I promise you'll be fine and you'll even land well in Vancouver. So back to the example, your business, your organization is like an airplane. You are the pilot and your mission statement is something like, Flight ABC from Ottawa to Vancouver, departing at 10 a.m. With that mission in mind, so keep that mission in mind. Flight ABC from Ottawa to Vancouver, departing at 10 a.m. With that mission statement in mind, let me ask you the following questions. Number one, what information will be displayed at your boarding gate in the airport terminal? Now, I know... I can't hear you and you know I can't hear you but let's let's play this game together here and, and wherever you are try to try to play this with me. So what information will be displayed at your boarding gate in the airport terminal? You have it right. The information that will be displayed is definitely flight ABC um to Vancouver departing at 10 a.m. or something like that. Now, secondly, Imagine this, or let me ask you this. Who are the passengers that will come to that gate? Again, you guessed it, certainly. It's those who bought a ticket to go to Vancouver, those interested to go to Vancouver and are there for the 10 a.m. flight. So those passengers, you can uh, view them as your clients if you want. Now, let's imagine for a moment that instead of having flights ABC to Vancouver departing at 10 a.m., which is your mission statement. Instead of having that written, displayed at the gate there in the terminal, it is written something like, flight to the west. That's all. 
So instead of your mission statement, flight ABC to Vancouver departing at 10 a.m., the only thing that is written is flight to the west. Wouldn't it be that, wouldn't that be a bit confusing? And, you know, I'm pretty sure the flight attendants, a.k.a. your staff, would have to work more under stress at the boarding gate because, obviously, there'll be uh, passengers, a.k.a. your clients, confused and frustrated and, and in need of answers. Even worse, like, let's, let's imagine that instead of your initial statement, what is written on there says something like, flight to Halifax. I mean, your plane going to Vancouver is actually there at the gate, but the information that is displayed is flight to Halifax instead of flight ABC to Vancouver departing at 10 a.m. Can you imagine the type of mess that would put people in? You might even end up having uh, passengers boarding the plane and ending up in Vancouver rather than going to Halifax where they actually wanted to be. I'm saying all that to say that a clear mission statement that is accurately communicated helps attract the right clients, helps reduce unnecessary work and stress for your staff, and actually helps give a better customer service. Now, back to you, the pilot, a moment. Let's imagine that before you push the plane off the gate, you check the fuel level in the tanks, because I'm sure that's what a good pilot would do. Um, so you want to check the fuel level in the tanks to make sure uh, there's enough to take you to Vancouver. You inform the staff, meaning your flight attendants, of the speed and altitude at which you'll be flying. You tell them the time it'll take to get all of you there to Vancouver. In turn, those flight attendants, they will know how many service rounds to plan for and actually uh, when to serve those drinks and collect the garbages, etc. Because they plan all of that based on some specific flight information that the pilot gives them. So you can see that having a clear mission statement actually helps you and your team align and plan your activities well. Now, let's say that during the flight, let's imagine you've, you've, you've passed uh, Manitoba, you're flying over Saskatchewan and you're a bit tired or whatever, and you and your co-pilot um, decide you want to put um, the, the, the plane on autopilot. So you enter the coordinates of Vancouver in the, in the plane's navigation system and you sit back and relax just watching over it. Now, I don't think the plane or the co-pilot can suddenly decide they want to stop at Calgary or go to Yellowknife. Well, if they did or if the co-pilot did, that would mean something went wrong at the security checks and you have way bigger problems. But let's get back to our example here. So you put the plane on autopilot and it's running and it's going to take you to your destination. All you need to do is take back control and land the plane smoothly in Vancouver and everybody's happy. So when your mission statement is clear and everything is built around that mission, built around that mission to run efficiently, even when you're not there, the business stays on its course. So I hope by now you've, you have grasped of... Um, 
of the importance of uh, having a good mission statement or at least your beginning to get the importance of that. I'm going to quickly go over a few other things that a mission statement helps you do. For example, number one, helping you set priorities. Let's say you have several projects, uh, working on several things, and uh, you want to decide for the sake of time which one you're going to really focus on. Well, it's going to be easy. If your mission statement is clear, if people remember your mission statement and it's fresh in mind, you're going to pick the project that aligns the most with your mission, the one that actually helps you get ahead in that mission. So having a clear mission statement also um, helps you allocate resources efficiently. So let's say you had several airplanes and one of them was going from Ottawa to Toronto. So a much shorter flight, let's say a one-hour flight, a smaller plane, you don't need five flight attendants on that specific flight because you it would be overkill. Instead of that, you'd maybe staff one or two uh, flight attendants and reserve the other ones for the longer flights. So you can see how it helps you allocate resources efficiently. It actually helps you hire the right staff in the first place. Because if you have uh, a candidate for a job at your airplane company that can only be in a plane for water, what one hour at a time, well, they won't be the right fit for the Ottawa-Vancouver flight. So it helps you pick the right employee for the right mission in the first place. And it gives those staff a sense of purpose. Even your clients get a sense of purpose because they are motivated and they actually help you thrive because they know the story that you're writing and they know what role they play in it and why it even matters. It helps create a sense of ownership in your staff. So if ever you're faced with issues where you're finding that your staff is not motivated, where you're finding that your staff is not engaged and it, it's feeling like they're just coming there for the paycheck or whatever, or even yourself, let's say you have lost some sense of motivation, maybe go back and revisit your mission statement. Because when people, when your staff understands the plot and they understand the role they play in it, they are more likely to think like they own the story, like they own the business, because it also becomes their story. So I could go on with benefits after benefits and uh, problems that the lack of a good mission statement uh, brings into a business or an organization. But I'm going to stop here for for sake of time. You can always interact with me on thrive1110.ca. And uh, we can continue the discussion there. But before I continue on to the practical stuff, I, I want to add that a mission statement by nature can evolve with your business or organization with time. So as you grow, as you reach certain milestones um, in, your, in, your, in your growth, you might want to revise, to review your mission statement. Bold. Let's get practical. So how do you write a compelling, memorable mission statement? So number one, you need to have a mission statement that is clear. So you have to make it clear. 
It has to have the what element in it, meaning what's the result that you want to reach, that you want to achieve with that business, with that organization. You can even express that what in the form of a goal, a specific goal that can be measured, even at a date. Now, apart from being clear, apart from having a what element, it has to have a how element. That's the activities, the things that you're planning to do in order to reach the result that you coded or that you wrote down in the what portion. And then your mission statement also has to have a why. So it has to be clear. It has to have a what, which is the result you want to reach. It can be a goal. It has to have a how. So these are the activities that you'll be doing to reach the what. And it has to have a why. Because when people don't have a greater cause, a reason beyond themselves to wake up in the morning and do something, it impacts their motivation. So after all of that, make sure that your mission statements can be memorized easily by you and your staff. I mean, memorize it. Memorize it. Because if you don't, then the mission statement will be useless and it'll be just like these ones in employee handbooks or walls that nobody cares about. So make sure that you memorize that mission statement, that your staff memorize that mission statement. And obviously, you want to write it with key people, key people that really have uh, an impact on your business or organization. So you want to write your mission statement, or if you already have one, rewrite your mission statement involving key people or staff around you and test it. Obviously, if you're a solopreneur, uh, you're on your own, but you can always test it by showing it to people that are close to you. Now, the template, the formula. Let's get practical. Let's talk about the template. So I told you about the what, that's the result you want, the how you plan to get there, and the why it even matters, meaning why people should care. And the template is this. Simply use this template and you will have a great mission statement. We will do X by X because of X. I repeat, we will do X by X because of X. In other words, um, you can re reframe it and say, we exist to do X through X so that X. Or we are called to do X by X because of X. So you get a sense of what this template is. And don't worry, I'm going to give you some examples in a few moments. But um, I want to say that these elements, we will do X by X because of X. You can actually reverse their order. Depending on your business, depending on your organization, you can reverse their order so that it makes sense. And I'm going to show you an example later. So let's get right away into the examples so that this template can make sense to you. Again, it's we will do X by X because of X. And I actually get that from Don Miller. So I want to credit Don Miller for this template. Or we want to do X by X because of X. So um, let's continue with a few games here. I'm going to read a first mission statement. 
It's a mission statement for a company that is very well known internationally. And I'd like you to guess which company wrote this mission statement, has this mission statement. So it goes like this. To be a company, I'm reading it, to be a company that inspires and fulfills your curiosity. So that's their mission statement. To be a company that inspires and fulfills your curiosity. Can you guess which one it is? I'm sure in your mind you're like, well, that could be pretty much anything. And you're right. And that's what makes this mission statement a really bad example. But it's a true one. It's a mission statement of a real company. And the answer, so the company that has this mission statement is Sony. I'm sure pretty much all of you, if not all of you, um, have come across uh, a product of Sony, either your TV or maybe a PlayStation or some sort of service, etc., cetera, uh, manufactured by Sony. So it's a major, major company internationally. And this is their, their, their mission statement, which is a bad example. Now, using the template that I just gave you, using the formula that I just gave you, I want to rewrite this mission statement for you. And here it goes. At Sony, we want to awe you by using technology to create groundbreaking entertainment, content, and services because everyone deserves to be moved emotionally. I repeat it. At Sony, we want to awe you by using technology to create groundbreaking entertainment, content, and services because everyone deserves to be moved emotionally. Now, this is the one that I just created using the template that I gave you. You can see that we want to is the first part. We want to X. The X is all you by X. So the X there is using technology to create groundbreaking entertainment, content, and services because of X, because everyone deserves to be moved emotionally. Now, let me. Uh, say the two uh, mission statements one after the other so that you can see the contrast. And you can judge for yourself which one is really a more compelling, a more engaging and motivating mission statement. For, so the actual mission statement reads like, to be a company that inspires and fulfills your curiosity. And the one I rewrote using the template I gave you is, at Sony, we want to awe you by using technology to create groundbreaking entertainment content and services because everyone deserves to be moved emotionally. Well, I'm not pretending to give lessons to Sony here, obviously. It's just an illustration of the importance of having a well-crafted mission statement. Now, let me go to the second example. It's not like this one is a bad example. I I, I just find it's, it's missing something and I want to, to say it first and then rearrange it using the template. Um, again, I'm not going to start by telling you which company it is, um, and here it is. So, to select God-honoring media that strengthens your faith and values is wholesome and suitable for the entire family and streamed seamlessly on any device. I repeat, to select God-honoring media that strengthens your faith and values is wholesome and suitable for the entire family and streamed seamlessly on any device. If you didn't guess it, that's the mission statement of PureFlix. It's the Christian equivalent of Netflix. And I'm rearranging it here 
using the template I gave you. We want to strengthen families' faith and values by offering godly and family-friendly streaming content because media must serve to honor God. I repeat it. So this is my version of it, just using the template I just gave to you. We want to strengthen families' faith and values by offering godly and family-friendly streaming content because media must serve to honor God. So now side by side so you can see it. To select God-honoring media that strengthens your faith and values is wholesome and suitable for the entire family and streamed seamlessly on any device. That's the actual mission statement. Now the revised one. We want to strengthen families' faith and values by offering godly and family-friendly streaming content because media must serve to honor God. So these are two quick examples that I could give you. And I have many more examples that I'm running out of time here. So I'm just quickly going to run and um, take the example of a company. Um, it's called Precision Diesel, and that's in Winchester. Um, so I just came across one of their leaders the other day, and I'm just picking it as an example. There's no mission statement um, on their website, and this is what I could use for their website. We restore power and performance to diesel vehicles by providing courteous, honest, and reliable diesel repair services in Winchester because you deserve a car and an auto shop you can depend on. That's it. So after hearing this template and these examples, I would like you to go to thrive1110.ca after having tried it yourself and share with me your success stories or challenges with crafting your own mission statements. Ah, you never know, you might get a free review of your business or organization's mission statements. And I could even read it with your permission during the next show or one of the next shows. So that's it. Go to the thrive1110.ca website. Share with me your success stories or challenges as you craft or rewrite your mission statement. You, you might get a free review of that mission statement and um, I could even read it online and obviously credit you and your business for that. It's in your hands. We'll support you. So take courage and do it. I know you can do it. That's it. Um, next week, folks, we're going to talk about what to fix next in your business or organizations. You know, sometimes you feel you're going circles because um, instead of seeing actual progress um, in your business or organizations, um, it seems like you are plateauing and that actually paralyzes you or maybe overwhelms you or you start hitting every nail that pops up without really seeing the results you want. So next week, tune in because I will share with you what you can do next in your business or organization in a very practical way in order to thrive in these situations where you seem it's getting nowhere, where you don't see the results you want. So tune in for next week's show on CHRI, that's Mondays at 9 a.m. As usual, you can catch up on previous shows at chri.ca or go to thrive1110.ca, that's thrive1110.ca, to listen again to the previous shows, ask questions, comments, and interact. Before we end today, please allow me to pray this prayer. 
um, as I feel it's really important. You are really doing God's work here as you're leading your business or your organization. And it's critical that you take time in prayer, asking him what his mission is. Yes, you can use these tools, this template, but make sure that you sit with him first. So Father, thank you for inspiring those listening, those that will take action and try to craft a better mission statement. Because the work is yours, the business is yours, the organization is yours, and our whole mission is yours. Thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. So that's it for today, folks. Join us next week as we shed light on what to do next in your business or organization, what to do when everything seems to plateau so that you can actually deliver, so that you can actually see the outcomes that you are longing for. I'm Bold Kerry, and this is Thrive 1110. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.